Hello. That was hi. That was a blend of hello and hi <laughs> coming out at the same time. Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford. I uh, this is take two on episode twenty-five because last episode twenty-five, which was yesterday, um, I got cut off by the beautiful Australian data plans. Now I love Australia. I can't. Okay, I'm gonna turn my camera around momentarily. So that's my view, but it's got a shade. But anyway, so it's stunning here. That's John. For those of you, hi John. <laughs> John's gonna. So this is. So this is the view, and it's stunning. But I will tell you, the internet leaves something to be desired. Anyway, so we have good internet today. How does it get better than that? Um, you know, the topic for today's show was people are people always. Where is your reality? And I just actually did a show with um, my roommates. We do a show every week called Reality Unchecked, if you want to check it out on Facebook. Um, and that's like almost exactly what we talked about, funny enough. When the, the topic of the show was, are you aware? And um, this has really, 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 really been up for me lately. Um, I just, this weekend, actually made a choice to quit a position that I had um, with an amazing organization that was just not working for me anymore. And I'm finding that, you know, every single time that I've had to make a major change or um, where making a major change would create a different future, there has been this place where I have to fiercely have my own back. I have to fiercely know what I know. And it's not just one of these things where, you know, I know what I know and then I make the choice and then, you know, um, and then that's it. it there, there's, there was definitely this week in this place where I made the choice and I had to just, hi guys, hi Sandra, hi Torgan. Um, I had to just keep showing up. I had to keep showing up. I had to like, and what I mean by that is like, you know how when you, you make a choice, but then you go into like all the doubts and all the wondering and all the trying to figure out if you did the right thing and all the trying to like sort out what, what the right choice was, and what the wrong choice was, and maybe you did the wrong choice, and maybe this was the wrong timing after you've made the choice, you know, that whole thing with the head tripping. Well, that's what I'm talking about is like, that's the, those are the moments where I had to start catching myself in that because it was so easy after I made this choice to go into that. There were so many other people around me that I really admire and respect and that I was going to be around that, you know, um, that if I used my awareness to go into their reality or I used what I thought was my awareness to project what their reality might be or to create a little Pico universe in my head of what might be going on, I was going to be one unhappy motherfucker. And um, I just didn't want to choose that. Hi, Shana. Hi, Jess. And that's the thing, like, that's the thing about when, you, when you're starting to... There's the thing about consciousness. That's the thing about awareness. That's the thing about creating your life. Is like when you start to do it, like, it's not always comfortable. Like, you're choosing things based on what works for you or what you're aware of or the future that it's going to create. And that's not always comfortable. That, that's not something that other people can validate for you. And it really isn't until, re- isn't until recently that I started realizing that I was doing a lot, I was still doing a lot of my life based on what other, certain other people were going to think or weren't going to think or might think or didn't, you know, all the things about other people's reality. And that's exactly where you use your awareness of other people's worlds against you. So there's a few things that I want to touch on today. And, what, and I mean, 
and um, they're going to be out of order. And hi, Judy. Um, but if you guys if, if you guys want to share this, and so other people can join us, I'd love that. That'd be fun. Um, you know, I've been talking a lot about the distractor implants lately, and I am, I'm going to start 30 days with that on Friday. And I was looking at it today, actually. I was looking in the book, and I'm like, so there's this whole thing about having your reality, and what what do the distractor implants have to do with that, and you know, and, and then et cetera. What's the process of like, how did I get here? And so I've been really sort of deconstructing that, and I'm like, the the thing that was driving me more than anything with having my reality is that I wanted to be happy. And it was so funny because I opened this book that we're going to be going through, and Dane was actually talking about that. He's like, because I'm like, so, so you can go into this place where you try to like destroy and uncreate, hi Catherine, like all the shit, right? And like you want to get rid of all the judgments and all the points of view and like get to this place where you can be happy. And I'm like, but it doesn't, that's not actually how it works. The way that, you know, creating your reality works is that you start creating it. You start choosing the things that you know in the moment that you know them and you start moving forward. And as you move forward, shit comes up. And it's in those moments that you get, when the shit's coming up, that you have choice. It's in those moments that you have choice. And it's not just in those moments, but many, many times. That's the moment that you get to choose to either go into the shit, go into the doubt, go into the um, weird place, go into unhappiness, which is a choice, or choose happiness and choose your reality and choose what's true for you. And this is where you get to be as different as you are. Not everybody in the world has that capacity, by the way. Most people in this world, when, when push comes to shove and they're choosing something for them, they either, this is how most people choose for them. It's like, I'm choosing for me, you fuck off and die. Like It's this resistance against everybody else's reality. right? But what's different is choosing for you, choosing what works for you, and still not separating from anybody else, including everybody else, letting them be present with you, and still having your back. We do this resistance thing and pushing against everybody else's reality and separating from them because we don't want them to tell us that we shouldn't do this. We don't want them to you know, tell us that or give us an opinion or project judgment at us for our choice. So we just separate from them and they can fuck off and go over there. We're going to go fuck off and go over here. But there's still this place where that's not actually total choice. That's a way of choosing that we use a lot. But total choice is where everybody's included and you're included. Your reality is included, even when it doesn't look like what anybody else thinks it should look like, or even when it doesn't look like the way you think it should look like. And with this choice I keep talking about this weekend, it was like, I had to make that, I had to make that choice for me. And nobody, there was nobody that could tell me that was the right thing to do. Nobody that could validate that for me. Nobody that afterwards was like, yeah, awesome, high five, right? There are friends that are celebrating what I'm choosing. And there, was, and there was this other place, too, where like not even I could validate that it was the right choice. It was just a choice that I got was going to create a greater future. Um, and you know, when I looked at it, I was like, even if down the road I look back on this choice and I'm like, oh, well, that, you know, I could have used more awareness there. Or I could have asked more questions there. It doesn't matter because choice creates awareness. And choice creates a different future. And choice creates. So I have a new choice in every 10 seconds. I have a new way of, of creating happiness in every 10 seconds. And so none, none of the right or the wrong of choices is actually relevant. And it's really taken me a long time to get that, and it's something that I am daily having to practice. Well, so what the distractor implants do is they take you out of choice. 
they put you into the resistance and the reaction or the alignment and the agreement. So let's just say, so I made this choice this weekend and I was, I was fighting or choosing beyond doubt a lot, a lot. And doubt is a distractor implant. So if I had chosen to go into doubt of my choice, that would have been distracting me from my awareness. What was my awareness when I chose it? I asked the question before I chose it. I'm like, what will my life be like in five years if I choose this thing? What will my life be like in five years if I don't choose this thing? And here's how I play with that. I get a sense of it, but I also go, truth, what will my life be like in five years if I choose this thing, yes or no? Yes. Cool. Truth, what will my life be like in five years if I don't choose this thing, yes or no? No. Okay. So choosing it is a yes. Not choosing it is a no. I'm going to choose it. Now, there are many times when the choice that's going to expand your future is very uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable because it's going to, it's uncomfortable for all the reasons. Like there's been many times where I've asked that question about if I choose this class, what will my life be like in five years? It's a yes. Okay. Choosing that class means that I have to create more money than I've ever created before. Um, there's been times when leaving a job was really expansive. There's been times when leaving a, re- a relationship was really expansive. There's been times when staying was really expansive and that was uncomfortable. Uh, that's another place where I'm really playing where in this, uh, not just with leaving, but like with actually staying present and not doing comfortable distance, that's more expansive and that's really uncomfortable. And every place that's really uncomfortable, that's also expansive and going to create a different future is this place where you are getting invited to choosing beyond what you've let be your automatic pilot before. And the distractor implants keep you from that level of choice. They keep you from that level of invitation. Because when you go into doubt, like you're just doubting. So you're not choosing. And so you get to like fall away from your awareness. You get to just fall into some hole somewhere where you get to doubt. So you're totally distracted from having total choice. And and the thing about that is like when you're in doubt, you, you don't there's no potency of you. There's no power of you, which is actually what's true about you. You have absolute potency, absolute power, total choice. That's all that's the things that are true. But when you're in doubt, you aren't looking at all that stuff. You're looking all the ways you're, you're looking for all the ways you're wrong. You're looking for all the ways that you might be making the wrong choice and all the ways that you might not. There's no possibility. There's no choice. There's no actually going, no, this is possible. I know this is possible. What is it going to take? There's no standing up in your own power, in your own reality. There's just doubt. And that's just one of the 24, right? So on page 108, Dane, Dane goes, you know, we try, we look through other people's realities to try to find our reality and to try to find us, right? We look through other people's realities to try to find our reality and try to find us. Like I see this a lot in creating business. You know, people go like, people want to start an online business and do what I do or do something similar. And, and they, they sort of do what I did initially, which is like I, they go into all these other people's realities and, well, this is the way you do it and this is the way you do it and I've got to do it this way and I've got to be like this. And some of that is brilliance because you want to duplicate brilliance and some of that is like trying to find your reality in other people's. So that's what we do. And, and, Gary, and Dane went, I did a class, this is so cool, I did a class a while ago on unlocking and finding the true happiness of you. The class was based on some of the work I was doing with Gary. It was very interesting to me because I realized that I was doing something and that pretty much everybody else was doing it too. I had a basic question in my head, which was, what can I be that's different than me? This is what he was asking. What can I be that's different than me to find the happiness I truly be? 
Like he's, he basically put words to an energy that he was walking around in the world as, right? Like he was basically walking around going, what can I be that's different than me to be happy? And what can I be that is not me that will allow me to find the happiness I truly be? Can you get how weird that question is? Like there's got to be something that, that isn't me that's actually going to make me happy. There's got to be something that isn't me that's going to make my business grow. There's got to be something that's different than me that it's going to make me money. Because if, if it were being me, then I would have money already. Like some conclusion there, right? And, and you guys, this is where people have been functioning from. Um, if you start to ask those questions and then pock and pot it, you're going to start to come out of the place where you're trying to do that. We are already us, yet it doesn't seem to be working. Since the time we were conceived, we've looked for what we could be other than us that would allow us to finally be happy and peaceful here. We're really good at looking through other people's realities and trying to mimic them, trying to duplicate them, but it doesn't fit us and it doesn't work because the only thing that will give you the peace and the happiness of you is having all of you with no judgment. And Gary goes, we think peace is a part of us. P-I-E-C-E is not P-E-A-C-E. We keep looking and trying to look for the piece of us that is missing. As though once we have a relationship or, you know, we have something else, we have a sense of peace on the whole of us by having the sense of peace that we get when the other piece of us starts to show up. And so just everything that is times a godzillion, will you destroy it and create it? Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all interest, but beyond. Judy, is finding our realities and other people's realities a weird way of bridging separation? Uh, could be, yeah, it's, you know, like, and you can't go to conclusion about that. You've just got to ask, like, am I trying to bridge separation here by going, you know, you just got to wonder. And yeah, I know for me, when I go into other people's realities, I'm trying to find the right way to be. I'm trying to find the right way to be that's going to work. And that's, you know, in making the choice that I did this weekend, I had to really pull out energetically of everybody else's realities around me all of the people that I admire especially and that's where it got really challenging because like I have a lot of people around me that are really amazing that I really admire that I really love what they're being in the world and yet their reality is not mine and so not even the admiration was relevant and so I literally had to energetically pull out of everybody's realities and go what is my reality here what is going to actually work for me that nobody else can validate, that nobody else can tell me is the right thing, and get a sense of that. Okay, so what will my life be like if I choose that? What will my life be like if I don't choose that? It's more expansive to choose it. Okay, cool. Choose it. And then I still had to walk through the choice, like to actually stay present with me as I was choosing it, and not let me fall into a pit of rejection because other people had feelings about it or thoughts about it, or I was making up that they had feelings and thoughts about it. Like I could create all kinds of drama in my head that that was occurring. And um, so for me, like going into other people's realities has, has really been about trying to find the right way to be. And this whole thing that there isn't a right way to be is like kind of revolutionary. The, the, and, and it may not be for you, but it's definitely been for me, you know, that actually the right, way to be for me is being all of me. And the thing is, like, I don't have any definition and I change all the time. So that's a part of my reality is that I change all the time, right? Ah, you're welcome, you guys. Um, but being willing to know that about me is a part of having allowance for me and, and, and including my reality. I change all the time. You know, what's true for me today is not necessarily going to be true for me tomorrow, but what I'm committed to 
is having my reality, no matter what that looks like, no matter what that takes, no matter who, or what, who I have to leave, who I have to stay with. And this is, I guess, that was the other thing I wanted to talk about. It's like, you know, it's not just about leaving people. It's also about being willing to stay present and not separating because of judgment, right? So, like, I have these, this really cool situation right now where I'm working with some people, creating with some people, and I, I'm all my points of view about how things should be showing up are coming up, right? This should be different, and that's not working, and this is not... And, you know, as humanoids, we tend to look at what doesn't work. We're going to look at, you know, this doesn't work for me, and that doesn't work for me, and that doesn't work for me, and so I'm going to leave. It's, it's easier to see what isn't working than it is to see what does work. And so I know myself, and I know that I'm really good at leaving. So there's this piece of information, right? So in this other situation, I'm really looking at, like, so what if I didn't leave? What if I actually stayed present and just played with, getting out of all of my conclusions and out of my judgments and out of my expectations and out of my projections here, what could actually be created? Is that going to create a greater future? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. So in this other situation, like where, where one choice to leave creates a greater future, there's another choice to stay present and stay creating and actually keep wondering and keep choosing like that's actually creating a greater future. But all of that's requiring me to stay really present with my reality. Your reality is never more contracted. It may be uncomfortable. And there's a difference between contractive and uncomfortable. The, the discomfort of being invited to more than you've ever been willing to choose before, the discomfort of being invited to more allowance than you've ever chosen before, or more choice or more happiness, right? That's, that's, that's a thing. That's a part of your reality. But there's this, also, there's this contractive place, which is like, you know, where, and this, I guess this is a gift of having this information about the distractor implants. You know, where anger, rage, fury, hate, love, sex, jealousy, peace, um, addictive, compulsive, obsessive points of view, business, relationship, doubt, fear, like all of those contractive places, that's not your reality. And so I know that when I am not, my first clue that I'm not being in my reality is that I'm not happy. I'm in somebody else's reality. Now, Having said that, here's an interesting fact. I can be not happy. I can be choosing not happy. I can be choosing somebody else's reality in a situation that is still expansive for me. So it's not going, okay, I'm not happy, and so therefore I'm leaving. That's the conclusion, right? I'm not happy, and so therefore I'm leaving. Uh, it's that I'm not happy. Who am I being? Okay, cool. If I were being me here, what would I be choosing? What's my space with this? And it's getting a sense of your space right where you are. What's my space with this? What's my space with this? What's my space with this? And so like in the situation that I chose to leave, I got, okay, my reality is this. I have choice with that. I can continue to be my reality with all these other people in this situation, and that's one choice. Or it could be my reality and I could choose to leave. I have that choice. So I looked at both of those choices while having my reality. I'm like, oh, well, for me, it's more expansive to leave. Then I have this other situation. What's my reality with this? Oh, my reality is having fun with this. My reality is creating like this. My reality is doing this, you know? And so I can choose to be right here with my reality or I can choose to leave. What's more expansive? Staying, right? So that's allowance for you when you are happy in an expansive situation. Yeah, and, and, and allowance for you is just allowance for you. It's allowance for everything you're choosing. It's allowance for the leaving. It's allowance for the staying. It's allowance for the whatever you're choosing. And, and then when you're choosing what you're choosing, having allowance for what you're choosing, right? Like it's, and allowance is an every 10-second choice. 
So in every 10 seconds, you're having allowance for you, and you're having allowance for you. And, and you know, for me, it was really the walking out of not trying to go into a computation of whether or not I had made the right choice or not. We made the wrong choice, made the right choice. And this is where, this is the practice of presence with you that I constantly talk about that I will never stop talking about. The practice of being present with you and not doing a comfortable distance where you're like, well, fuck it, I'm not going to look at this. I know I did the wrong thing, but I'm not going to look at it. I'm just going to have my own back here. Where there's this weird resistance and reaction to actually just being present and being present and being present. Okay, okay, I'm choosing doubt now. Nope, pock and pod that. What other choices do I have here? What's my reality with this? And the coolest thing about doing that this whole weekend for me was was what came out of it, was the fact that I started to actually see what is, which is that very few people had a point of view. I'd created this whole trauma and drama in my head. I started to see that um, that it was okay, that I was okay. Nothing was destroyed. I was okay. I got to see that I got to be. I, I could choose happy, even when I thought I shouldn't choose happy. It was like I got to outcreate myself, and I got to create outcreate like my old patterns, and I got to outcreate what would have normally been my choice. Like I got to outcreate myself, and I think that's my favorite thing about all these tools of access consciousness is that every single moment is another possibility for outcreating yourself the last time that you might have chosen something like this or you might have gone to rejecting yourself or you might have judged yourself, right? And um, so I love that. And and I guess I just, I, I just really, really this whole conversation, I really, really, really want to invite you to begin, you know, fiercely wondering what your reality is with things, you know, and not going necessarily to just well, if I'm going to have my reality, I have to leave or I have to stay because those are conclusions. But going, what choice can I make here that's going to create something different? And, and sometimes that includes leaving and staying. Like sometimes that is that. And sometimes it's being a different energy. Like we told the story on Reality Unchecked where like um, John yesterday got onto the phone with Vodafone here because we've lost 18 gigs of data in like three days. It's crazy. And uh, so something went wrong, and so he got on the phone with Vodafone yesterday, and he was being very logical. He was being very John. And he's like, doesn't this make sense to you? It seems like if we extrapolate from the set of data that I've given you, like, this seems very logical that you should give me what I want, or at least meet me halfway. And he spent like, you know, I don't know, I'm probably exaggerating, but like two hours on the phone being very John. And he got off the phone, and the manager was going to call him back. And I'm like, John, what if you played with not being very John and actually lost your shit on them? You know, what energy can you be to, to create this with way more speed and, you know, way more effective, like effectiveness in the sense of, like, what energy can you be to actually make this happen with ease? And what if you lost your shit? And so, anyway, five minutes later or something, the, the manager calls, you know, Vodafone, and he's on the phone. He, he goes into the bedroom, and I hear this yelling. And it's not like full-on yelling, but it's just enough yelling that I feel like the energies in my body. I'm like, oh my god, he's being intense. Like, I had to go downstairs, and uh, but I was grinning because I was like, he was losing his shit on them. Well, guess who got what he wanted? John did. God, John got exactly what he wanted because he was willing to be whatever energy was requiring. Anyway, he came out of the bedroom and he was grinning, and I was like, ah, oh, that's so cool because it, it wasn't coming from this place of like, you know reacting to them, although it sounded like it was to them, it was just coming from this place of choice of like, listen, you guys aren't listening to logic, so fuck yeah. Do what I want. Right? Like, <laughs> I'm going to be whatever is required to create what I want. And that's like the never giving up your reality for anybody. If you know something is possible, you know 
you know a possibility exists. And if, you li- if you're a humanoid, like, you know things are possible that nobody else can see, right? Like, you know it's possible for this thing to happen. You know it's possible for them to deliver this. You've just got to be willing to never give up, never give in, never quit, and be whatever energy is required to create that. That's having your reality. That's having your reality of possibilities. I know, for example, like with my online business and everything that I'm creating online, I know what's possible. I know what I can create. I know what's possible. And I know that I can create it in way less time than they say is possible and with way fewer people on my email list and with way, like I just know that. And I don't need any other Facebook marketer to validate that for me. Like I know what's possible. And I also know what's possible with these tools, and which is why I keep fucking putting them out in the world, because it's like, I know there is a different reality possible for us. And so I'm after it. Like, I'm on it. I'm choosing it. No matter who, family member judging me, that person, who the fuck cares who judges me? That's so irrelevant, because like, I know what's possible. That's having your reality. I know that it's possible to live without separation and I know it's possible to live without judgment and I'm not always great at it, but it doesn't matter because I know it's possible. So every time I go to judgment or I go to expectation or I go to projection, I, it's okay. I get it. I see it. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm doing it again. What other choices do I have here? I always have that question. What other choices do I have here? You know, I know, I know that when I'm in doubt, I know that when I'm in fear, I know that when I'm doing business from conclusions instead of questions, that something else is possible because if I can perceive that something else is possible so even when I'm doing the shit I can go I'm doing the shit that's funny I wonder what else is possible I wonder what other choices I have right I always have that as a next question I can acknowledge I'm doing the shit and then I can go okay so what other choices do I have here I don't have to stay in this big pile of poo filled wrongness right ever ever I can and I can just like to have allowance for that, but I can also go, okay, cool, I'm doing poo-filled wrongness. I can either like go straight, and here's the thing, let's look. If you are doing wrongness and you're doing judgment of you, it's totally cool. Just go enjoy it. Like seriously, take yourself down to the beach and like lament. Just go, like cover yourself. Oh my God, this is so funny. I just remembered this from the Bible. So <laughs> I'm a, I, I was a Christian back in the day. I have a degree in theology. <laughs> and the, actually, I think they might still do this, so many things. So the Hebrew people, when they were mourning, covered themselves in sackcloth and ashes, right? Sackcloth, sackcloth. So you would have to go get like a bag of potatoes. Like, here's, here's what you do. If you're having a day where you're like just wronger than wrong, this is what you need to do. You need to go buy a big bag of potatoes or wheat in the, in the, you know, in the cloth bags, the burlap bags. You need to cut a hole in the top and then wear it. And then go to your fireplace and cover yourself in ashes and then walk outside and sit on the sidewalk in the middle and, and mourn. That's what they told, that's actually what they told them to do in the Bible. Like, actually get right into it. Nobody's giving me laughing faces. <laughs> that's really funny. But actually, when you're, when you're doing that, you've got to like get right into it because that's actually what's going to give you the space of allowance. And at some point, you're going to laugh. And this is the thing about when you're choosing whatever you're choosing that's not you, it ends up being pretty funny. Because your reality, your reality is spacious. Your reality is fun. Your real, in your reality, you are, all of you, you are totally happy. Like, that's your reality. And so, so, the, so it is a practice of really choosing that. And you don't always know in the beginning what your reality is. Oh, that was the other place. 
I, w I wanted to read that. I don't know where I read it in this book, but it was the other place where it's just like, um, yeah, this other place where you really just get to be present with what you want to choose and what you're and asking and getting a sense of what your reality is. Because in the beginning, um, <laughs> the return of the gentleman, they say you get to wear the dress. Yeah. In the beginning, you probably don't know what it is. You probably don't have a really good sense of that. And this is where you're just going to get to ask, what's my reality with this? What's my reality with this relationship? What's my reality with family? What's my reality with business? If I were being me here, what would I choose? Uh, so when we're really in a funk, the question is, do I get my sack dress on and roll in the ashes now or later? Yep, that's a good question. Now is as good a time as any. <laughs> yeah, cool. So I just wanted to give you a sense of like what's actually possible when, when you're really beginning to create your life. And when you begin to create your life, it can be really uncomfortable. And you want to get a sense of like what your priorities are. What are my priorities here? It's easy to get looped up into everybody else's priorities for you, right? Like if you have a family, what their priorities are. If you have a business, what a business person's priorities should be. Um, if you've got, if you're married or you're in a relationship, what his priorities are, her priorities are. It's easy. Like you're aware. What's, what's a little, takes a little more building the muscle of is like, what are my priorities? If, if I, if I wasn't like in everybody else's universe with their priorities, what would mine be? And am I willing to choose them? No matter who or what has an opinion about it. And, 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 and if we take it right back, like if I wasn't functioning from the distractor implant of relationship, if I wasn't functioning from the distractor implant of business, if I wasn't functioning from the distractor implant of love and what love should look like, if I wasn't functioning from the distractor implant of sex, what would I choose? What would I create? What would I actually, if I could fire all my choices, which ones would I bring back? And what, what new ones would I add? Like, if this is where you get to start to really have a sense of what your reality is. And we need your reality on planet Earth. Like, it is required that I choose my reality on planet Earth because I am aware of possibilities nobody else is aware of. And that's true for you, too. You are aware of possibilities nobody else is aware of. You have capacities that nobody else has. We need them. Guys, I don't know if you've seen the planet, but like it's, it's got a short lifespan at the moment if we don't step up and start really being ourselves. So, so there's so much in this video that you could use, but if I could sum it up, it would really be like, if you were truly having your reality, what would you choose? What would you choose today? What would you begin to change? And if you weren't functioning from the distractor, being distracted, being distracted by doubting yourself, being distracted by being afraid, being distracted by everybody else's points of view about business, being distracted by everybody else's points of view about love. What is your reality? What is your relationship reality? What is your reality? All right, I'm off my soapbox for today. If you like this, please share it so other people can find it. And I adore you so much. I'm getting to meet so many of you in person. And, uh, and I will just see you and hug you and love on you next week. Take care of you.